Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dark Trio, this is Margie from Delaware. Wanted to pass along my horror memory or scary story, whichever you want to call it. Uh, I went and saw The Exorcist when it first came out, the original. Yes, I'm old. Uh, My mother didn't like horror movies, so she got a family friend to take me. And needless to say, I didn't make it. I made him leave about halfway through, and for weeks afterward, slept with the light on, kept waiting for my bed to start shaking, and honestly, I'm 64 now, and to this day, I cannot watch that movie. Just can't do it. Anyway, happy spooky season. Bye. Thanks, Margie. Now we're going to play a really awkward, I think fun, but it's going to be an awkward game where we try to remember the first time we watched The Exorcist. Megan, let's start with you. <laughs> I don't I don't remember because it was no magic like maybe if I went to the drive-in I totally would have remembered that yeah, but I didn't. Same. So I or the theater or whatever. I only remember my great-grandmother telling my mother, "It's pea soup." She was very excited about the vomit being pea soup. So that wow. like I feel like I feel like that's my first memory of the exorcist is my like great grandmother like because the soup that reagan like it's pea yeah. soup she's vomiting yeah. and she's she a big fan of pea soup very big fan and i think like <laughs> my childhood was always you know adults being like this is make-believe to try and not scare me when i watch horror movies which probably mm-hmm. only made my love of horror worse because i'm like it's fake it's fun um but yeah pea soup i knew i think that's the first thing i ever learned about the exorcist is that it was pea soup not real vomit Okay, I will never look at pea soup the same again. <laughs> um, I never looked at it fondly in the first yeah, place. It's, so it's gross. pea soup. Ew. It's pea soup. I've never had pea soup. It's terrible. Stick with ha- tomato. Is it really? Ugh. <laughs> but people love pea soup. I don't know how. Yeah. If you love pea soup, please give us a call at two two four four seven five one zero four zero. Um, <laughs> and let us know about it. 
Sadly, I don't remember the first time I watched The Exorcist. And I think the first time I watched it was the last time, just being honest with you. It was just one of those movies for me, you know? It was a lot. Not that it's terrible. It's just, you guys seen oh. it. You know what happens. <laughs> I, I do know what happens, yes. We actually yeah. watched it last week, I think. Woo! Look at you. It's one of... Well, it's one of my wife's favorite horror movies. Like, I think she has a lot of nostalgia for it. She has wow. a very mega and Xena history with that, where she saw it <laughs> when she was, like, way too young sort of thing. And that kind of, like, influenced, like, some early roots for horror. I could not tell you the first time I watched it. Like, at all. I couldn't even... I, the best ballpark I could come up with was maybe I was 16. And, like, I wasn't a horror kid. So I... I had seen parodies and spoofs and recreations of that scene on probably like Mad TV or Saturday Night Live mm. or, or 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 scary movies or who knows how many different forms before I ever actually saw that scene. So by the time I saw it, I was like, ah, it's the it's a puking scene. <laughs> like mm. it didn't have anything for me. I was way more bothered by the crab walk, like up oh. the stairs or which did how- not happen until the two thousands. Exactly. What? Oh my God. So maybe I didn't see it until the 2000s. Yeah. Oh, and that's when they okay. released it as the Weird. version you've never seen before because Whoa. before then it was never part of it. I'll bet that was the first time I ever saw it then was when they did that re release with those, that extra footage then. So yeah. I was in my wow. 20s. There you go. Well, hey, now I'm you can ask your wife that. how she feels about pea soup. Uh, <laughs> she's still a fan. Like uh, of it in The Exorcist, we're we're a tomato soup family. It's Minnesota. Oh, okay, Gr- grilled cheese like and tomato soup. soup. I, yeah, I'm no. gonna like clam chowder. Yes. Oh, clam chowder is delicious. Which one? Like, isn't there two kinds of clam chowder? I only we're had the New tiring. England one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Do you like soup? Guy. Call and we let like us know. Two two four. We like soup with horror. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second question came in, I believe, via social media or uh, via email. Hey, yes. Dark Trio. Like many, I grew up. Going to the drive-in, so I had to ask, what would your ultimate Halloween drive-in triple feature be? Always enjoy the pod. Keep up the great work, and happy Halloween. Cheers, Brody. Thanks, Brody. Oh, Brody. <laughs> Boy, talk about a tough question. You know, I, I have, I only, it, can I just pick one? And <laughs> it's, it's not a triple feature. <laughs> what, if you watch the, what if you watch the movie three times? Ah. Who's going to watch yeah, it three like... times at a drive-in? No, you you pull two more out of your butt right now. <laughs> okay, Jaws 1, 2, and 3. But, okay. but, the drive, but the drive-in is from that meme where it's like a giant pool oh and God, everyone is sitting that. in inner tubes. It is not a meme. It's an actual event. I have done it. What? <gasps> You're kidding. Where is that at? Um, the Alamo Draft House does the Rolling Road show. And that was Alamo it. Draft House? Oh. Yeah, it was Alamo Draft House. That's and it so was cool. like, I'm trying to remember where it was. It was kind of, I think near New Bronzeville is the first year I did it, but they've kind of moved it around a bit at different places throughout the years um, around Austin where they originated. And yeah, you just get in an inner tube that they give you and you float on the water and oh, you wow. watch the movie. And then that they is have. so cool. They have divers under the water grabbing oh, at people throughout the movie. Oh, my God. Movie. No, I'd probably drown. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you bet you're in a floaty. I know. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm keeping the setting. I'm changing it to Jaws 1, 3, and 4, though. Okay. okay. <laughs> not a, I'm not a 2 fan. Not that 4 is good, but by 4, people have been floating. They've been drinking. They can handle <laughs> Jaws 4 and a screaming shark. 
But will it? It's got to include fireworks because that's that's what they did there too. That fire, yeah, like, everything, uh, everything, all the stuff. That's yeah. okay. some magical. Okay. okay, now mine just sucks. Now comparison. <laughs> no, that it doesn't. One, but... This was this is your fantasy triple what feature. Ignore, time. ignore the events. Okay, well, um, I love this question. So thank you so much, Brody. And I've never been to a drive-in. I don't know why. I just, I, I don't really have any around me like that. So anyway, um, I would pick Neon Demon, 2016, Videodrome, 1983, and Starry Eyes, 2014, because I love the movies. So it's just kind of like, you know, like dark, motivational type of horror. Go after your dreams, kind of. <laughs> We've heard you talk about like fondness for Cronenberg in the past. I don't think I've heard you talk about Videodrome. That's probably my favorite Cronenberg movie. Yeah, I just think that it's just such a good time. I recently re- rewatched it, um, just you know, for a little razzle dazzle, and I had so much fun with it. Oh, I love the dated technology, like Me not in a too. bad way. It's just like fun. I love seeing like ooh a pirated signal from some satellite in <laughs> Pittsburgh or wherever they thought or Indonesia. All that stuff was so much fun. I'll be Megan. I kind of went a little bit more literal with this. Uh, I started with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, because I feel like the drive-in is a large part of how it spread. Hmm. So just feels like I should be able to see it on on the drive-in screen. (laughs) And then I went meta. Meta is not the word, but the blob 1988 Mm. was taken out of the theater and put it in the Mm drive-in. And then at this point, people are probably tired. So I'm going to go silly for the third pick. And I'm just thinking something like Chillerama, which is an anthology that does do its wraparound at the drive-in, which would be a Mm -hmm. fun kind of meta way to end it. Or something completely like just crazy like The Seventh Curse or something. Or or Hausu or... (laughs) Like, yeah, what? our house too. Just something super lively, so people are awake by the third movie. Nice. Speaking of nice, welcome to the Bloody Disgusting Podcast, everyone. The podcast where we discuss all the disgusting things we love in the horror world and help us discuss the disgusting. You know her as lead movie critic for Bloody Disgusting, horror movie fanatic and journalist Megan Navarro. Hey, Megan. Hi. Hi. And you know Hi. her from YouTube channel and website, Real Queen of Porn, Infant Love for the Genre. Zena Dixon. Hey, Zena. Hello. And I'm John. This is Doubtfire. You got it. Thank you. I was watching this. I was watching that earlier. Zena Doubtfire, ladies it. and gentlemen. You can't see her, but she does not have pie on her face. I should know. Oh. You should. I got the bit anyway. Right before my intro, Zena keeps slamming her face into a cake. <laughs> All right. Hello, John. Hello. For the- Really selling that podcast, folks. We do this for you. Podcast life. If you're listening to this on a Wednesday when the episode drops, we hope your week's been filled with all the best kinds of horror. And if not, we're going to do a quick round the table for the movies, books, games, or anything else in horror that are making the three of us smile right now. Maybe the things that'll make you smile too. So, Zena, what's been filling your heart this week? Goosebumps. So, I watched the new one, 2023 on Hulu. And uh, this one follows like five high schoolers who embark on this twisted journey to investigate this tragic passing that happened back in the 90s with this teen named Harold Biddle. And then there's just these secrets that involve their parents. And, oh, my gosh, you guys ever watch something that genuinely just makes you so happy? Like, And I feel like this show did it for me. As someone who Aww. is... Yeah, as someone who's a huge Goosebumps fan, like, as a kid, I love the books. I was so obsessed with the series. Sometimes I rewatch it now, and I know it's so cheesy because the parents are so oblivious. They never believe their kids, ever, you know? But no. in this one, 
they went darker. They went more oh. of a serious tone. I'm honestly, Interesting. I'm in love. Okay, the first five episodes are out right now, and then um, new episodes coming out this Friday, and then the following Friday, and stuff oh. like that. Oh, interesting. Listen, I binged it in one night and I could not get enough of this. So they um they have like five of the most popular books. So they have like Say Cheese and Die, The Haunted Max, The, the Cuckoo Clock of Doom, Go Eat Worms, Read to Beware. And the difference is everything is connected. Like it's it's I'm getting chills because it's that good. Like <laughs> everything is 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 connected. It's like set in this like harbor side harbor side like town, like a small town, and then these you know like regular kids, and then they find themselves into this just this mess. But I just love watching it. They put like a new spin on it, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit jealous of this new generation because look at what they have. Don't get me wrong, I love my goosebumps, but if I was a kid and I watched this, I would be obsessed. And I'm obsessed oh. now as a grown woman with a mortgage, okay? So <laughs> I just, I feel like this is a must watch if, even if you're not a fan of like the Goosebumps books or series, just check it out. I had so much fun. I feel like this is great for mm-hmm. all ages. It still gets dark enough, but it's not too crazy, you know? So yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but man, I, uh, I'm just probably going to rewatch it again because I love can, it. Real quick. You know, no spoilers. But mm-hmm. how is Justin Long? I'm very happy oh that I keep gosh. seeing him pop up in horror. Like, he he's is, even in Dear David. So he, he's been he's busy. He's so awesome. I wish I can tell you everything. Dear but David, oh, okay. He's in Dear David. Yeah, he's he's the BuzzFeed guy's boss in, in Dear David. Whoa. He's so wonderful. Yeah, he's yeah, a he's school very sweet. Yeah. In this okay, one. cool. But a very cool one. So, mm. but yeah, uh, so I checked that one out, fell in love with it. And then I also checked out Dark Harvest. Uh, this one came out. So this just year, well, technically it came out last year, but we were waiting for it forever. But finally we yeah. have it. So it's available on a couple of um, platforms, but I checked it out on Amazon Prime. So in a small Midwestern town, a deadly annual ritual unfolds when a mythical nightmare, Sawtooth Jack, rises from the cornfields and challenges the town's teenage boys into a bloody battle of survival. So I wasn't too sure how I felt about this one after I watched it. It was a lot. Um, I feel like it's like Battle Royale meets Trick or Treat with a sprinkle of pumpkin head and a little bit of Riverdale, (sighs) you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, I can see that. The gore and kills are top tier. Like, I really enjoyed it. I love the way the monster looks. Um, But like a lot of David Slade movies, this one is very dark. Um, (laughs) I heard some people saying how they're going to, oh, I'm going to watch this every year. It's going to be like their annual watch. And I can totally see that. I even met someone, she watched it already more than three times. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Um, I really did enjoy the movie, but I'm not going to lie. It did take like an emotional toll on me. I had to like take like a break after it's watching a, it's it. It's a dark movie. It's not a lighthearted movie. Yeah. Like I just, it's it's a really good movie. Um, there are some things where you're just like, well, wait a minute, you know, because you, you have some questions. But yeah. I don't know. Overall, I enjoyed it, especially it's like a Halloween theme, real spooky fall, fall feeling type of horror. So it's just like you can't go wrong. I did want to know more about the monster. I didn't read the book, so maybe they explain more in the book, you know, they I've read the book. No, it's it's they do make some changes, especially like the the ending is different, um, but thematically the same. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the, the book is very much like a 260 
three page read that is like a legend set okay. in 1963. So like, there's no hand holding. Like, I ah. kind of expected I expected this movie to maybe fill in those blanks, and it yeah. doesn't. And okay. it, it just kind of it, it adheres to the same spirit of the novel. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some things like I appreciate that they kept us in the dark. Um, but then there's other things where it's like I kind of want to know more, especially like just yeah. the whole sawtooth jack. What's up with that? You know, like people are just treating it like it's normal. Like I'm going to it's the grocery store, and don't forget this is happening. Like these boys, yeah. they would have to be locked in their rooms for three days without no food before they go out on this like crazy thing you know but yeah overall i really enjoyed it and if you are looking for something you know creepy dark spooky to watch i feel like this one's uh you know a good one to add to your list awesome yeah come be megan um i watched hell house llc origins the carmichael manor which (gasps) will hit shutter on october 30th and this one is uh, about a group of cold case investigators <laughs> that stay at the Carmichael Manor, a site of grisly and unsolved murders of the Carmichael family back in the 80s. Well, 89. And then after four nights, they were never heard from again. So this is, the, you know, this movie is the footage discovered. Um, I did not see this was the movie that made me finally go revisit three because well not revisit watch three i've never seen three i've heard so many bad things about Mm. three Mm. that i was like i'll get to it when i get to it and then that meant i should do my homework before seeing this even though Mm. this is kind of like a separate story Mm -hmm. uh three is not good this one (laughs) much better (laughs) (laughs) this one is um i think if you like the scares of the first movie you will like this one. It kind of does an interesting reset because the first three movies are part of one whole story or one whole chapter. And this one does uh, entangle itself with the lore in very fascinating ways while doing something a little bit different. Um, But yeah, it's, it's like, if you don't like Hell House, this probably isn't going to win you over. If you Mm. do like Hell House, this is more in line with the the first one. Uh, Some really clever scares that worked really nicely. So I I love the idea of that pull quote of, Hey, watch three first, and then this one's good. <laughs> this one's good. No, I mean, you don't have to watch three. I just felt like I should to be fully like caught up on all sure. the mythology. That was really nice of you. It was yeah, really that was good. very polite of you. More polite yeah. than I am. <laughs> well, huh, origin Carmichael Manor, good stuff. Um, there you I go. also, I also kind of appreciate the new setting, um, not just for story purposes, but. By the third one, the maze-like Abaddon Hotel started to, you know, it's like, all right, they should, we all know where we're going, right? I, I feel like I don't need a map layout anymore. Um, but this one, it was like a different house. It was much bigger and let them play with the scares differently. So, yeah, nice. good stuff. Cool. Um, pretty good for a Halloween watch, I feel, like if you need some spooky stuff. And then I... I also binged a series. Um, I It's so fast. Uh, Wolf Like Me Season 2, it hits Peacock on Thursday, October 19th. Yay. And it's seven episodes. They're like 30 minutes tops each episode, which makes it a super easy binge. So in the second season, Mary and Gary, played by Isla Aww. Fisher and Josh Gad, they leap into the next phase of their relationship and face their biggest challenge yet. Pregnancy! Mm. I... 
adore this show so much. It's from Abe Forsyth, who did 2019's Little Monsters, the zombie movie that also oh, has, cool. like, Josh Gat. Yeah. So, like, he's he's behind Wolf Like Me. So it has that same sense of, like, whimsical horror comedy. Here's a relationship. They're trying to make it work. We're just grafting a werewolf onto it. But season two, like, was kind of a slow build to accepting the werewolf part of it. And this mm. one is like, well, the cat's out of the bag. We're going right in. So it opens with a nightmare sequence in which her pregnant belly explodes because her werewolf pup eats. It's, it's just the opening scene. That's not a spoiler. But, nice. like, that's kind of, like, how the uh, series just hits the ground running. It's so cute. They're so charming. Um, I think that what he did is pretty pretty smart. I feel like the first season is very simple. This one is complicated in a very easily digestible manner. And it ends, and I'm telling you to go watch it so I can get more because we cannot end season two like this. Okay, I'm on if it. If it I makes you wait. feel better, I think my wife and I are going to start watching it. Yeah! Well, that'll be an easy easy binge yes first season six episodes that's what like three hours tops maybe yeah it's... we're like a half hour to an hour nights it's super <laughs> cute so yeah you'll, two nights yeah it's very very cute it's very cute i can't stress that enough watch it <laughs> nice and i started out with 2023's totally killer on amazon which was a pick assigned yeah. to me by xena when the infamous Sweet Sixteen killer returns 35 years after his first murder spree to claim another victim, 17-year-old Jamie accidentally travels back in time to 1987, determined to stop the killer before he can start. All right, do you know why this one? Because I love it, and it's cute. All right. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, you know, I, this, was, this was weird for me. Because I think because I just watched Final Girls and mm -hmm. I had recently watched Happy Death Day mm -hmm. and like it had a very Happy Death Day Final Girls freaky like it, it's got a vibe that if you're that you're that feels familiar mm -hmm. and it's really funny. It's well acted. Uh, I do have I, I got a little tired of the Gen Z over explaining <laughs> why 1987 can't do the things they do. <laughs> while still trying not to change the future that got to be a little bit much but at the same time it was it's it is absolutely just a fun movie to watch if you're looking for a fun i mean i, I wouldn't even it's not a scary movie like there no. even like that there aren't even really that many scenes where it feels like there's a ton of heightened tension like mm -hmm. there is but it it's and it it obviously is a horror movie but if you're looking for something a little bit lighter and a mm -hmm. little bit more fun and you enjoyed Freaky or Happy Death Day or anything like that, total recommend. For me, I was just a little bit grumpy John at the time <laughs> when I was watching it. So I was a little oh, bit more like, John. this seems familiar. <laughs> I don't need familiar. So, <laughs> but okay. it's, and then I turned on LLC, LLC again. Uh, <laughs> so, no, it, it was really good. It was just one of those things where it's like I, I went in blind, not knowing what to yeah. expect. So my mind was just kind of like, what's this seem like? What's this seem like sort of mm -hmm. thing? I probably should have watched the trailer first. That said, yeah. good movie. And it's right on Amazon's front page. It pops mm -hmm. up first for me every time I turn it on. Go watch it. Yeah. I mean, at first I was just like, I, I wasn't too sure how you were going to feel about it. But I just had like a lot of fun with it. Like it wasn't yeah. like, you know, sometimes it's going to sound messed up. But you know, sometimes with some movies, they want you to like really think. <laughs> 
think about what's happening. <laughs> you don't really have to. You can just sit back and just watch this stuff. And plus, it's like, I don't know. I love the characters. I loved how um, this is not really a spoiler with her, you know, her mom. She was a part of this group called the Mollies, you know, the Mollies, mm. the Heathers and Molly Ringwald. You know, it's just like so yeah. 80s. It was just super fun and you know the blood is cool now, i know that sounds messed up blood is cool but just the you know what they were doing with it but it is it yeah is. so but yeah but you're right no it, it is it's a fun movie like i i would totally recommend it it's just it just depends on what you're looking for at that moment and i think i was just kind of like i was a little bit too surly john at the moment to really appreciate it but i'm sure i'll go back and enjoy it again no worries and then I was struggling to watch something that I hadn't watched a dozen times before. Uh, and me and my wife did not watch Talk to Me yesterday. We watched Lost Boys again. Uh, but we'll eventually watch it. Fortunately, I was saved because Never Hike Alone 2 was released on YouTube on October 13th, the day that we watched Freddy vs. Jason in my house. But 20 years after the last sighting of Jason Voorhees, Crystal Lake resident and former victim Tommy Jarvis still live with the haunting notion that Jason will one day return. So this was the fan film. The original, I know I've talked about before, Never Hike Alone is just a great fan film you can find on YouTube. And they did some crowdsourcing for it two years ago, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And I got in on the level. So I do have a small appearance in this movie. Wow. And I... I am unofficially off screen killed by Jason. <laughs> you just I'm I'm basically I'm a picture and my name is on a on a missing persons poster in the movie about oh, 30 minutes in. I was or so. like, "Wait a minute, are you did your dead body wish get fulfilled?" Uh, I didn't, but I'm getting closer. Yeah. I'm getting oh, closer. Nice. Okay. Yeah. See, the next step is to actually show my corpse instead of just allude to me being dead somewhere. We're getting there though. Is there an agent that can be found for a dead body? <laughs> Please. I mean, I, I've got to be like pretty niche. Like you got a guy who wants to bust in the scene, but only be a dead body. I don't want actual lines or screen time. <laughs> he just way. wants to lay down on the job. Have guys. you been practicing? Like, how do we know, John, that you can do it? Like, we know you've been saying it. I can play dead like a champ. I've been a dad for quite a while. <laughs> I Maybe. I can pr- I can ignore everything that's going on around me <laughs> and just go to sleep. So your your style of dead is more John Kramer saw one than like oh, Ginger oh Snaps God. sisters. Oh, you, you're you're just pitching the dream. That's all you're doing is pitching the dream. <laughs> the only problem is you had to do a lot of work after that first one. <laughs> you didn't realize though, if you make this, if you carve out this niche. There's going to be a whole lot of people vying to just lay down on the job. Yeah, yeah just, but I'll be the just, first. You'll be the first. Okay, True. fair. I will do it for the least amount of money, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I All am right. not trying to support myself off this. This is pure. I don't even know what just, this is. It's an obsession at this point. I don't know. Yeah. An obsession I'm not job. really willing to work that hard to figure out how to do. I'll get that, there. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> last three years or so that makes sense yeah all right well i just you know (laughs) like if you want to lay down on the job why would you put effort to do that yeah oh there you go see oh god maybe you should be my agent megan Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you're you're selling me on how to do this just lay down take a nap 
We'll down. just put some fake blood. We <laughs> yeah. got this. So what'd you do today, Megan? I told John to lay down. <laughs> I told him to lay down and take a nap. Yeah. Try something new. Like Hell House LLC. What movie was he on? He wasn't. He was just annoying me. I told him to go. <laughs> he was He was just practicing. This is rehearsal mode. Yeah, I've yeah. been rehearsing so much lately. People love actors who are about their craft, though. Oh, oh yeah. I'm all about my... I'm method. I'm totally method. Just not the killing me part. Well, not that method. Not that's, that method, That's too no. method. That's too much. <laughs> all right. Before we move on, what did we watch and how did we watch it? So I checked out Goosebumps, the the new series on Hulu, and I watched Dark Harvest on Amazon Prime. I watched Hell House LLC Origins, the Carmichael Manor, which hits Shudder on October 30th, and Wolf Like Me Season 2, which is available on Peacock on October 19th. And I watched Totally Killer on Amazon and the fan film Never Hike Alone 2 on YouTube. Um... Yeah, I'll need homework, I guess. If you guys have a movie you want me to watch, just let me know. I don't... <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to... I really... I liked this, the 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 partner assignment thing. The only problem is generally our day to watch it is on Sundays. And sometimes on Sundays, we're so tired. We're like, I can't commit <laughs> to something new. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to keep Talk to Me in my back pocket because I really want her to see that. And I really want to watch it again. But I'll need something to watch so I don't just keep rewatching. The same things over and over. Although I did watch Malta Madness again today. God, that's a good, good movie. movie. It's good so movie. much fun. Sam Neill. Have you, Damn. Have you seen Renfield yet? I haven't. No, that pops up every single time. And I think well, I just now, needed someone to tell me to go watch it. Go watch it. It's on Peacock. <laughs> that's an easy assignment. Layup. I'll be using Um, gosh. Okay. Um... Have you seen yet? I know I talked about it, but the No One Will Save You, Hulu? No. No, mm. I haven't. I, that one pops up for me, like, every time I, I turn it on, too. Okay. Good. Check that one out. See, I think that's really, more often than not, what this segment for me is. Tell me to watch a movie that I keep saying I'm going to watch to myself at some point. Like, I should just give you guys a list. Hey, tell me to watch this so I can go watch it. <laughs> Otherwise, I won't because I have some sickness about that. You really do need management. A whole lot of management. (laughs) Yeah, working for myself has been a roller coaster, that's for sure. I am not a good people person. Especially this month. Sometimes you just want comfort, you know? Just rewatching something you've seen a million times, you know? That's that's the hard part. A lot of times, like, October, there's so many options. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are. And it's really exhausting with all those options you just want fun even if that fun is super dark and gross and gory and (laughs) and everything else that everyone else thinks is weird because that's fun all right enough about what we've been watching this week it's time for megan to bring us up to speed on the news and trending topics in the world of horror so what's going on megan Something that John already knows. I'm sure yeah, he had the the radar, his, like <laughs> yeah. ears perked up from all the way from New York Comic Con. He the just hairs knew. on the back of my in, neck just started he, bristling. He heard the announcement in New York Comic Con, <laughs> and all the way in Minnesota, he's like, "What? <laughs> what happened? What?" Uh, on the heels of VHS 85's premiere on Shutter last week, the streamer announced at the ongoing, uh, well, it's not ongoing anymore, but New York Comic Con that the franchise is going to continue. With a seventh installment, it's going to focus on sci-fi horror. 
Uh, the untitled sequel will feature five new blood-curdling tapes, placing horror at the forefront of sci-fi-inspired hellscape. Uh, Jason Voorhees, Leprechaun, Pinhead, Dracula, even Amityville house ended up in space. <laughs> so That's right. You guys keep telling me that. <laughs> Don't yeah. assign that to me. <laughs> Don't I have never told myself that I need to watch that. <laughs> I, don't, oh, I think you would man. have a good time, though. Oh, you might have an excellent time. But anyway, it was only natural that VHS should, too. Uh, producer Josh Goldblum said, Sci-fi horror genre provides us an infinite playground of forbidden worlds and dangerous life forms, a formula which we're confident will lead to the biggest, maddest, bloodiest VHS ever. Um, so, yeah, no no other announcements other than it's already greenlit and happening, and that uh, the Shutter original film will be released in 2024, which means the yearly streak of VHS movies that have popped up is going to continue. I love that. And John is... Is very happy about this. We already. I'll we, never we stop knew being happy even, about it. Yeah, I've never. I didn't even have to say anything. He was. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I feel like this movie probably speaks to Zena and I. Maybe John too. Um, Diablo Cody, who is behind Juno and Jennifer's body, is headed back into the horror genre. Finally, thankfully, with the upcoming Lisa Frankenstein, a film written by Cody and directed by Zelda Williams. It stars Freaky's Catherine Newton and Cole Sprouse from Riverdale. Uh, They were announced to lead the cast for the Focus Features uh, film, and they did a little announcement teaser trailer last week for this that doesn't give away anything except that Lisa Frankenstein will be coming to theaters on February 9th, 2024. Um... It gives you that little clip you can see online shows you a little bit of the neon aesthetic, little tiny glimpse of the two leads. It also stars uh, Carla Gugino, Liza Soberano, John Joe Trest, and Henry Eikenberry. Um, in Lisa Frankenstein is for plot. It's set in 1989. It follows an unpopular high schooler who accidentally reanimates a handsome Victorian corpse during a lightning storm and starts to rebuild him into the man of her dreams using a broken tanning bed in her garage. Yeah. That clip gives you a look at the tanning bed. <laughs> um, the official synopsis is a coming-of-rage love story about a misunderstood teenager and her high school crush who happens to be a handsome corpse. I like a handsome corpse. The, those two words do not compute in my mind. <laughs> Uh, after a set of playfully horrific circumstances bring them back to life, they embark on a murderous journey to find love, happiness, and a few missing body parts along the way. This sounds like my jam. This, this makes sounds me happy. wonderful. If it makes you feel yeah. be- better, Megan, the words handsome and corpse shouldn't sound right to you. They're not, <laughs> they, someone shouldn't hear those words and go, I get it. <laughs> but I'm going to see and be like, I get it. I get necromance. What is it? What is the word? Necro Necromancy. Philia. Necromancy oh, is something no, else entirely. You went too far. <laughs> Did I take well, necromancy would bet? Well, well, what was the Frankenstein movie with the three girls, uh, the three women? That's like, oh, the, you guys assigned to me like early Yeah, on. it's Tyler McIntyre Patchwork. Patchwork. That was that was a fun movie. I need to go back and yeah. watch that. That was a lot. That was a really good one. <laughs> Yeah, I just like to see that Frankenstein can still feel like a good movie, and like, like Kevin, someone have like an original, fun take on it. That's not like, oh, okay. I feel like there's been a lot of Frankenstein lately, and I don't know what's in the water. I'm not mad at this trend, but it is fascinating. Like uh, Mm. the angry black girl Mm. and her monster. Mm. Uh, This is coming up. Poor things in December. Like there's there's a birth rebirth on Shutter. There's a whole lot of like new takes on Frankenstein. That's uh. I'm, I'm digging it. I don't know where it came from, but I like it. Um, and then speaking of resurrecting 
the past, not Victorian era, but maybe in the 90s this time, uh, cult Disney animated series Gargoyles is getting resurrected in live action series form with two powerhouse horror names behind it. Uh, Gary Doberman and James Wan's Atomic Monster Banner are teaming up to remake the 90s cartoon as a live action series for Disney+. Plus. Um, Doberman will serve as writer, executive producer, and showrunner for the series, and then Atomic Monster, run by James Wan and Michael Clear, are executive producing. The original series, or the original cartoon, however you want to call it, uh, involved gargoyle statues. They were moved from a castle in Scotland to modern-day New York, and once in the Big Apple, the statues awaken from a thousand-year-old spell and take on the mantle of protecting the city, becoming, um, as the show's narration gravely said, stone by day, warriors by night. I don't think I could do the narration. Um, but yeah, I, I like this cartoon. So I'm very curious. Oh, I love yeah. gargoyles. It's yeah, like the whole cast but... of Star Trek Next Generation. But yeah, guys, it's very like Hellboy like, right? Yes. But where's Salem's lot? Like, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah, gargoyles. I'm going to watch it. Okay, but where's Slot? Where is it? I don't I don't know. I don't know like who who did Salem's Lot? Universal, Paramount. I can't remember I don't which know. one. But I mean it's been sitting on the shelf for a while. So clearly like Doberman is moving on oh, no. to other projects. That doesn't mean anything about the release. Somebody's gonna have to release that. But yeah, if you if you don't know, Doberman also wrote Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, Annabelle Comes Home. Um, and he also penned Conjuring Spin Off the Nun. He previously collaborated with James Wan on the Swamp Thing TV series that on the now defunct DC Universe platform, which I think I saw it on Tubi's, and I really liked that show, and I'm sad it didn't continue. But if you're curious about it, it is like a horror show that's on Tubi. <laughs> but yeah, as for Salem's Lot, I don't know. We're going to see it eventually. Yeah. I mean, Dark Harvest came out after sitting on the shelf for like two-ish, three years. So yeah. I'm sorry. How's okay. about a live-action series from a 90s cartoon? No. All right. No, no. fair. I tried. (laughs) All right, listeners, your turn. What movie series needs to go to space next? And besides (laughs) handsome and corpse, what two words do you hear and like that other people would want you to get help for? You can call or text us at 224-475-1040. The number is also in the show notes. Or feel free to email us at bedisgustingpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, all your questions still get entered into a lottery for Sucks from the Sucks Guy. Yay. Sucks. Sucks. Finally, Zena's going to make all our lives easier in the sea of horror movie options and clue us in what's appearing soon that we should be watching. So, Zena, what should we be watching? So, this upcoming Wednesday, you can check out The Babadook on Peacock with Elijah Wood and Daniel Noah at 8 p.m. It's gonna They're going to be doing a live stream on Cult Films channel on Pluto TV. So... I said Peacock, but I meant Pluto TV. So, yeah, you guys should check that out. And then also on Thursday the 19th, we have Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. This one is hitting theaters. Fledging occultless Onyx and a group of worshippers attend a -a once-in-a-lifetime ritual at the mansion of their idol, Bartok the Great. Also, we have Wolf Like Me, Season 2 on Peacock. Then on the 20th, there's so much stuff, guys, so bear with me. Oh, my gosh. I know you guys saw this list. Yeah, I don't. I, I wonder if there's anyone who's been. I know this is like crazy, but I do wonder if there's anyone who's been watching everything new that's been coming out. Do they sleep? <laughs> Probably not. But... <laughs> so first up on the 20th on Friday, we have The Last Drive-In. Um, 
Joe Bob's Halloween. It'll be available on Shutter TV. So this is the annual Halloween special. It starts at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and this is on Shutter TV again. Then we have Night on the Night of the Hunted. This will be available on Shutter. When Alice stops at a remote gas station at night, she she's made the plot. Oh, excuse me. She made the plaything of a crazy sniper with a secret vendetta. To seek to survive, she must figure out who wants her dead. Then on Tubi, a Tubi original Dante's Hotel, when an unknown assailant preys on the patrons of a haunted hotel, an event planner teams up with a mysterious tenant whose dark past is the key to freeing the cursed hotel. Then we have Soulmates. It will be available in limited theaters. Following two unsuspecting strangers, Jason and Allison, who finds themselves participants in a twisted new dating service led by the matchmaker that forces the singles inside a nightmarish maze designed to help them find their soulmate or die trying we also have it's not worth it it's not worth it don't do it guys (laughs) yeah just just don't (laughs) just there's there's dating apps that are less deadly less deadly not no one has a perfect record folks all right just no one has a perfect record just less (laughs) go to safer bet Then we have Hayride to Hell. This won't be available in limited theaters. A small town farmer exacts uh, exacts his bloody revenge on a deceitful town folk who try to steal his land. And apparently they've been trying to steal it for the past 200 years. Then we have Malibu Horror Story. This will be available in limited theaters. Terror strikes when paranormal investigators explore a sacred cave to uncover clues surrounding the disappearance of four teens. Didn't you see this one, Megan? I have seen it. It's got Troy James. Cool. I like her, James. <laughs> then cool, we have cool, cool, cool. Kill Her. This will be available on VOD. Maddie and her friends go on a weekend trip to the woods to plan Maddie's wedding. Why would you go there? You already know that's a bad idea. <laughs> Settling near the camp of Mr. Rogers with no phone signal, their trip becomes a nightmare when they start dying and a, a secret is revealed. Then we have... The fifth thoracic vertebra. This will be available on Indie Picks Unlimited. A creature born in an abandoned mattress travels around the country feasting on its victim's vertebra, struggling to break free from the bed, the mold, and its past. So there's a creature that's in a mattress and it's stuck in the mattress, but it's killing people um, somehow. Yeah. Then we have one. Wait, 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 wait. Who's going to lay on that mattress? Bill (laughs) Wolf. A moldy old mattress? I now think that's what I'm saying. Like, how does he? How I does he know. get victims? I don't know. Uh, Maybe some take a bath. A frat house. Oh <laughs> man, curiosity <laughs> is gonna get me. Then just going through these last couple of ones on Monday the 23rd, 30 coins. Um, the new season starts. We also have Talk to Me. It'll be available on DVD and Blu-ray. And then on Tuesday the 24th, uh, The Exorcist Believer will be available on Premium VOD as well as The Royal Hotel. And then just in case if you guys missed it, The Fall House of um, The Fall House of Usher is available on Netflix. Goosebumps is available on Hulu, Disney Plus, and YouTube. And Creep Show Season Four is also available on Shutter. You did it. <laughs> that was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. And that's the Bloody Disgusting Podcast for this week, everyone. If you'd like to read more from Megan, you can check out her reviews at bloodydisgusting.com and on Twitter at Haunted Meg. Xena can be found on her own website, realqueenofhorror.com, and YouTube channel of the same name, or at lovely Xena on Twitter. And you can hear me on my daily horror narration podcast, Creepy, while we do two stories a day, every day, all through October. Yay! Don't forget to subscribe to my favorite podcast app. 
<laughs> and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Be Disgusting Pod. Drop us an email at Be Disgusting Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out all things Bloody Disgusting on TikTok at Be Disgusting. So for this week, I'm John. I'm Megan. I'm Zena. Grab some popcorn, cozy up on the couch, watch something you love. Just make sure it's something bloody. Bloody.